0: good morning good afternoon or good evening wherever you are in the globe you are through to another episode of a dose of dion how are you how are things oh okay so obviously you guys know um end of season six was about probably a month ago um and i have essentially kind of been chilling out a bit um obviously that's always the plan but then it doesn't really quite happen that way do you know what i mean um but for the last, like, at least two weeks, I've literally forced myself to do absolutely nothing, 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 oh my god, I've come, I really, right now, I know the NHS is, like, really strained and whatever, but, like, doctors just really annoy me, I find that, um, when dealing with GPs, Nine times out of ten, I will go there with my own diagnosis of what I think it is that I have. And then we both have a Google whilst I'm sitting there. And and then we come up to the conclusion that I'm right. Um, now, I have this skin condition called pityriasis rosea. Never heard of it in my life. You know, it started off with... Um, Which I didn't know was related. Like, I I just knew that uh, my daughter noticed a a kind of a a dry patch on my back. Didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, well maybe I just need to take some more extra special care of my back. Because I don't generally get dry skin. Then, um, I think... A couple, maybe a week and a half after that, I was out um, in my friend's garden. We literally sat there. It was one of those hot days, you know, like the when we had the um, heat wave. So it was, I think it was like 34, 35 degrees. So we are out in the garden all day, drinking rain, nephew, Prosecco. The kids were in the paddling pool. It was a great night, all day, shall I say. Now, when I left and I got home, I realized that I'd been, well, what I thought were bites um, right in my cleavage. And I was like, okay like how did you find your way all the way down there when essentially I was wearing like a very like short dress you could have gone for my legs you could have gone from you know my arms but you went for my cleavage and not only my cleavage like I had these bites underneath my actual breast so I was like okay uh, okay cool that's 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 what floats your boat and they were really itchy but obviously bites are right (laughs) anyway um so the what then developed from there is I started to come up in these red bumps um, all over my breasts you might as well say and then I had um, this lesion on um, on my left breast which when you looked at it, it looked like ringworm and I'm like how the hell would I have got ringworm on my breast anyway before I knew it all these red bumps you might as well say kind of formed together if they were in close proximity <clears throat> and I was left with lesions all over my breasts as the days passed on I noticed that I had lesions coming up on my back on my stomach on my arms and as the weeks progressed more they started to come down my legs um, I, I lost my shit when i started to get these lesions on my neck now um i've already i've obviously contacted the doctor and i'm like okay i don't know what this is and obviously because of covid they're not really seeing people so i think my first two appointments were um over the phone um and they asked me to send in pictures and they were like "Mm, oh you know i think yeah uh it might just be eczema oh oh no um i think it's just urticaria so i'm like okay look I had chronic urticaria about 15 years ago, um, urticaria is at like hives, um, so I could literally play noughts and crosses, if I if I scratched myself, I'd come up in a big welted line, I'm not gonna lie there were times that I used that as an excuse to get out of work, um, so I would, like, <laughs> I would like scratch around my mouth and my whole mouth would flare up and I'd be like oh my gosh I'm having an allergic reaction and get sent home, big up church insurance. <laughs> I worked in a call centre many moons ago and it was, it was, you know, it was good times, but it was just horrendous. Like, I never really want to ever have to be involved in, like, doing a customer-facing role. It's just, it's just not fun. So, they're telling me it's chronic eticaria, um and I'm like, no, and they're like, oh, well, you know, because it comes in various forms, blah, 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 blah. Now, because of how this thing started, I was thinking oh my god do I maybe have lupus is this like an autoimmune thing um the doctors weren't really giving me any answers and the answers they were giving me I just I'm literally just wasn't having it um then I saw something come up called um a keto rash and ironically I had just started um before the the flare-up around my breast that week I had started um doing a, a born day fast um just for spiritual reasons um apparently it's good to fast like from sunrise to sunrise on uh, on the day you were born i was born on a monday um so i'd started to do that and i kind of naturally felt into intermittent fasting not that that was the plan but it just kind of happened so i was thinking oh my god has my body kind of gone into a quick ketosis? But this has never happened before. But, you know, is it because of the sun and the heat? You know, what have you. Um, and it looks like it looks like keto rash. That's what it looked like. So I eventually get an appointment to actually physically see a doctor. Um, and um, I get seen by three different doctors. Um, and, again, they try to fob me off with, oh, it's just, it's just urticaria. You know, um, all we can do is basically manage the symptoms and yeah, yeah that, that that's it so I was like I was at, the, at that point I was like no I'm not I'm literally not going to accept that this is urticaria I said I want I said I you need to do some bloods and we're gonna check my whether I'm in ketosis and they're like oh okay okay I suppose but we, we, guess we could do that it was literally like they were just trying to get me out of the surgery and I'm kind of like look right now you guys are not seeing anybody like unless it's an absolute emergency so why are you trying because the thing is anyone that's suffering with covid cannot be seen and can't come to the clinic so therefore what's your problem like anyway so they 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 checked um whether I had keto levels in the surgery right there um and I was negative um they put me in for bloods a few days afterwards and I I think they gave me they gave me a cream a steroid cream but you know like I just knew that this wasn't going to work I don't know why but I just knew it wasn't going to work so I was like okay I need to take matters into my own hands so there's there's um I'd heard of a, a herbalist um a Jamaican guy um in Brixton Market who sells different types of like dried um we call them bush teas um, for whatever it is that you need so I looked I think maybe even the same day me and my mom drove down to Brixton um, and found him and I literally showed him pictures showed him my chest I was like the doctors don't know what it is they're trying to tell me it's this I know it's not that um, what can you kind of recommend so um, he gave me a combination of like ironweed Spanish needle and neem um and he was like, It looks like your blood needs purifying. Um we're gonna detox the liver, da 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 because if you if your body and that's it, sorry, they'd given me, they'd told me to take antihistamines, that wasn't controlling the itch. The itch was crazy. Um So he was like, if the antihistamines aren't working, then it's definitely something kind of like more internal, whatever else. So I was like, cool. So got my bush teas, whatever else, and he was like, just drink this until it finishes and until it clears up basically. So I was like, okay cool, fine, no problem. So I did that. Anyway, the rash is now spreading further. I'm now I've got I've now got it on my bum, on my hips, it's travelling down my legs. Um I also have this um a form of eczema. It's not that common, called dyshidrosis, that I usually get it, it flares up on my foot um every so often, depending like you know it's it's just very temperamental like but I find that when my diet isn't great say if I'm drinking lots or you know my sugar my I'm um, you know eating a lot of sugar or what have you sometimes that can like kick it off or if I'm wearing shoes that are a little bit you know too close contact if that makes sense um and I also get it very mildly in my hands but you can never see it in my hands I can just feel it on my hands kind of thing anyway for the past, what, what I, I would say for the past maybe 10 years, I've had dishydrosis on my foot, but I manage it with um, black seed oil, aloe oh. jelly, and I'm cool. It doesn't, it doesn't go okay. wild, it just stays in that one spot, and I keep okay. it contained. In the last <laughs> three weeks to a month, it has gone wild to the point, it's like nothing I was doing was working nothing I'm using my black seed oil I'm using my aloe jelly and it is spreading like wildfire my hands and I say hands now because it was tradi- it was originally it was just on my left hand my right hand and my right foot right No, no 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 since this thing kicked in my left hand and my left foot and I'm like, okay, my body is in complete disarray because this is literally making no sense, like literally no sense at all. Um, then one Sunday morning, my spirit kind of just said to me, Coach sh- I've got a cousin called Sinead, and she's got a very rare skin condition." And to be honest, I was thinking, look, I don't. I can't, I, do, I, do, I can't, I don't want that, I just don't want it, but let me just call her and ask her, because maybe, because the, the doctors don't really know, I'm not really finding anything, so I gave her a call, am like, occasion, hey, you know, Um. tell me about your condition, because something's happening to me, and I just don't know what it is, so we're talking, and she was like, send me some pictures, so I sent her some pictures, she was like, oh, babe, you've, you've got Pityriasis rosea, so I was like, what's that? and she was like oh um she's like oh I've had it like I sometimes get it on the back of my neck and I know grandma's had it so I'm like what so this is my maternal side this is my mum's um my mum's side um so I was like so she said yeah you know she's like I get it from time to time it's not really a big deal like it's nothing compared in comparison to you know the skin condition I have um but yeah it just tends to go away on its own so I was like well mine is literally all over my body so she was like I've never I don't I don't really know anyone that's had it like that kind of thing so anyway so I called my aunt and I was like I heard grandma had pitteritis rosea like not that long ago like maybe within like the last in her elderly years um she was like yeah 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 you know I've had it um my other two sisters have had it brothers had it his son's had it my son's had it and I'm like so this is clearly hereditary this runs in the family then because but my mum's not had it you know um so then obviously i'm like cool i know what it is now fantastic so i start to do my research and i see that you know pitter rosea is not a <laughs> it's apparently not hereditary it's apparently not contagious um and apparently um it's uncurable and they don't know actually what causes it okay so what that means is that they just haven't really done really studied it that much however i did come across a few research papers because i was going in like i watched every single youtube video i could find um i read loads of research um medical journals um and you know the different studies that some people had done um and it appeared that most of them well the the, the the main one that was done was, like, back in the 1940s or 1950s. Um, now, this is what annoys me with um, doctors. Now, I appreciate that they don't really have the time, but, like, the last time I actually went to the doctor's surgery, I cried all the way there. I cried whilst I was in there, and I cried whilst I left. This was extremely distressing for me, and i tell you why. When you don't know what something is, yeah... And it's ravaging your body, but no one can give you a conclusive answer. And they just kind of be like, "I don't know. I don't know what's happening to me. I don't know." Like after after the the lesions were kind of like very reddened and inflamed, um, they then took on and like almost a burnt appearance. So it it literally looked like somebody had um, thrown hot oil on me, and I had. Burn marks all over my chest, all over my stomach, and obviously the the pigmentation of that is a lot darker than my own skin, and I scar very very easily. So you know, like it's not like oh I've I've got a scattered rash which I know is gonna go away. This wasn't. This was lesions and rashes and bumps and <laughs> and everything kind of contained. So um, I called the doctor back and I was like, look, I know what it is. It's called pityriasis rosea. Yada 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 um family's got it the doctors then called me back later on that evening and said yeah you know we know for it's it's not pityriasis for Zaya because it's not hereditary so you know don't know what your family are talking about but it's not hereditary so it can't possibly be that now at that point although i was like you like change shit Love. if that's what the doctors have said that's what the doctors have said so i'm now back in limbo because i'm like well they're saying that it's not that they've looked at more pictures and they don't think it's that. Um, so they've given me to, they prescribed me this new solution that was basically just not like pure alcohol um, to rub on my skin all over. Um, and also can I add like the 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 lesions and the rash basically formed underneath my breast formed a, a big I would say maybe how many inches. So, like, a hand span of... handspan hand span, like, um, width underneath my breast was, like, one big lesion under the, under each breast, you might as well say, right? Um So, wearing bras was uncomfortable, but at the same time, I couldn't not wear a bra because, obviously, the skin-to-skin contact would just irritate you and make it worse. So, I'm literally, like... I've just had it now. I've literally, literally had it. So, I'm bathing myself in aloe jelly. I'm bathing in... Epsom salts, you know, they were talking about using coconut oil. This, that, I'm still drinking my bush teas, you know, I'm up in my supplements, up in my water, <coughs> all this kind of stuff. Now, my last resort was going to be going to a tanning salon um, because apparently um, the exposure to UVB light helps to kind of kill it out, kind of thing. Um, but again, remember they're telling me that I don't have a bitteritis rosea so oh. I could go and do that and it might not work and there's a tanning salon up the road I, I just don't really see black people going in going there and <laughs> and I know it sounds stupid but it's a bit like walking into a tanning salon as a black woman um just felt very very awkward for me like really really awkward and I was thinking I don't know I don't, it's like I don't even know anyone that works in the beauty industry that know somebody who's black that also works in the tanning salon like I I just don't know anybody so I was like oh my god like if I really have to do it I will um but I just oh it just felt really really awkward it just felt awkward um so yeah so so that was like Monday um I think it then got to Wednesday and I think that's it was at that point that the lesions had started to creep up my neck and I, I called up and I said listen to me I need to be referred to a dermatologist now. So the doctor's like, no, you know, at the end of the day, you've only had that solution for two days, so therefore, you know, you can't make a judgment whether it's worked. I said, listen, that ointment is treating is treating the the lesions and the rashes. Yeah, right now I don't know if it works, but I'm coming up in new bumps and lesions every single day. This thing is not slowing down. It's up to my neck now. I'm not having this anymore. So um, reluctantly, she booked me in with the skin skincare, skincare specialist in within my actual surgery, um, and he was the one that had said that it was not piterosis rosea So I've now gone to this appointment Friday, five days after you know they've told me that it's not that. I've gone there, and that's the day I was really upset because I knew that I was going in there to have a fight because it's like I knew they weren't going to refer me to a dermatologist. I knew I knew they were going to send. She just chat shit to me, um, and yeah, I was just really angry, right? so I've gone in there and so said so done um they they didn't want to refer me to a dermatologist the skincare specialist comes in and he's like you know actually yes I think I think this is pityriasis for Isaiah. you know like at that point I wanted to like hit him over the head with um something I, I don't know I just want like because I was like you've wasted my time for five days like in these five days like just to have the peace of mind to know for a fact that this is what I'm working with and just come to a place of acceptance because being in limbo not knowing what's wrong with you. because like I say like I'm thinking Love. I know that lupus doesn't um like more so presents itself in a butterfly shape apparently so, yeah. but there are the, the, the things aren't things don't always work the same for all all different types of people and this is what annoys me with doctors because they categorically made their assumption based on the fact that according to their textbooks it's not hereditary but i can i've just demonstrated to you that actually there are going to be some anonymies here you know do you know what i mean um now once I actually got the diagnosis that is pittoritis rosea and I did a bit more research, yeah. there have been studies that have confirmed that there, um, there was um, a, a, hus- a pregnant wife and her husband that had it at exactly the same time. There's another study of a woman and her daughter having it at exactly the same time. There's also a study on two colleagues who had it at exactly the same time. So there must be an element of something within it being slightly contagious, because guess what? Now my toddler has now come up on a lesion on her torso. Now mine have just got to the stage where they're starting to dry out, so I'm just now kind of left with um, I've got a few I've got a few red bumps that kind of come up, um, but for the most part, the majority of them are have dried out and for me now it's just about managing the skin to make sure it doesn't scar and you know I keep it as kind of like moisturized as possible but I you know I've just come to the end of this nightmare and now my daughter has come up with a lesion on her stomach and I'm like "Hmm." the doctors have told me no you know we don't think it's that because it's not contagious but obviously I'm speaking to a different doctor now Uh, and I'm just you know what I feel like I have to dance, I have to dance this dance with them, um, and I'm just hoping that her outbreak is not as bad as mine, um, I did research and see that, um, black children particularly get it worse, um, than, um, anyone else, they can get it in their hair, their scalp, Yeah, so I'm just really hoping that this isn't the case for her because I cannot. Um, I do believe that um, my trigger, my trigger was probably stress. Um, I bumped into a friend from um, college and um, she basically, hers started the same way. She got referred to a dermatologist and they basically said, like literally she started off with what she thought were bites in her cleavage um and her dermatologist said that it was a stress a stress rash now I kind of believe that one thing triggered something else which then triggered something else um because like I say my my dyshidrosis coincidentally kicked off at the same time um well shortly afterwards this kind of happened so um that's why for the last couple weeks I've been a bit more mindful to kind of just be like I'm doing the bare minimum when it comes to everything like I'm doing the bare minimum when it comes to housework I'm doing the bare minimum when it comes to business I'm doing the bare minimum when it comes to do do, do you know what I mean um and just trying to keep myself in a good frame of mind and keep myself happy I, I suppose um so, yeah, I think it's interesting because throughout this whole COVID period, I've been like, oh, yeah, COVID's been great, you know, da 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 da. da. The only thing, obviously, is that, you know, my daughter's been at home and trying to keep a three year old occupied, yada, yada, yada. Um, but it just goes to show that actually, um, whilst I might think I'm managing my stress well, I probably haven't been. Um, and there are so many things that, do you know what I think? I feel like it is with stress. With stress, sometimes, you know that like there are things that there's some things that you can do about certain things. There's something that you just can't, um, and then there's some things in the middle where you can, but you know, ugh, it's just a bit. Ugh. And I kind of feel like that is the i feel like the the things that you maybe could do something about but i just a bit err. Uh, can sometimes be a bit more stressful than the ones that you can't do anything about because when you can't do something about it, you've got that kind of level of um of acceptance do you know what i mean so um so yeah that's what i've been up to for the past couple of weeks um i'm working on season seven um, hopefully I should get that up and running very soon. It's also my birthday month so um looking forward to the celebrations coming up for that um so yeah we've also got the devastating news that um chadwick Boseman yeah. passed away i you know like uh, you know when you you know you never expect or expect or see anything coming. You know, it was a bit like when um when Naya Riviera um her body went missing when she went out with her son. Um but Chadwick um just you know, I think Black Panther as a movie um was such a monumental affair for black people you know our first kind of um black superhero the way they incorporated like African spirituality within the movie um and you know not not to say that you know he is only synonymous with that role because you know I've seen a few other films that he's in and he's a fantastic actor um but he you know it's it's I don't know it almost feels like he came to do his work make his mark and now his work here is done like that's how I almost um kind of see things you know so so whilst I was upset a part of me was a bit like you did what you needed to do here um because you know I think the role that he played particularly within black panther definitely had um a global um effect on the consciousness of black people most definitely because you know i feel like for the first time we got to see ourselves as um as something completely different you know it was so in it was it was just so inspirational that movie um and especially at a time where you know I feel like in the last 10 years or so like we all we've had is slavery movies and uh and it was like actually now we were able to see ourselves as you know as pioneers of technology and you know but but still maintaining the um the africanness of you know of who we are which was honestly out of this world and i need to um actually sit down and watch Um, Black Panther again, um, just for even inspirational purposes. So, you know, sometimes I feel like in the past, there's been very much a thing where people can't understand why people grieve for celebrities that they don't know. Um, But I can definitely see the tide changing, because as we're losing more and more people, um, I think people's barriers are starting to come down and you know particularly when like for example Kobe Bryant died um you know a lot of men were wounded by literally wounded by that and and I and I dare say that a lot of them maybe at one stage couldn't understand when women got so emotional about celebrities that they cared about when they passed away um so we should never be afraid of um and I've said this before, I've said this on my radio show, you know, I've even said it in the podcast before, like, we should never be afraid of, of um, of Love. grieving, um, someone that's had a, a profound effect on, on your life, and even if they, even if they haven't, because I think when someone, um, passes away, I remember when Kim Porter passed away, and Kim Porter, uh, who, for me, she was Puffy's, baby mum like I it's not like she was somebody like little Kim or someone who was like kind of like in my face um but when Kim Porter died I it took it literally took me out and I was like wow like why is this had such an effect on me um but I think they say that um when people pass away it kind of reminds you of your own mortality and you know um Kim was uh you know a mother of two young girls like You just don't expect someone of her, um, you know, like, she's wealthy, you know, she can afford the best in terms of medical care, but sometimes these things don't even matter because she's now gone. Um, But yeah, Chadwick. I think also learning that, you know, he had concealed his illness, which was colon cancer for four years and you know in a way I understand why he did it because he wanted to fulfill the things that he probably within himself needed to fulfill and he probably didn't want any special treatment as um, as a result you know. Um, I Just this morning or last night before I went to bed I saw um, a video of a, a, a male actor who worked with him on set for I think an up-and-coming film or maybe it's ready I don't know um and he was saying that he was talking to his wife about um Chadwick and she was like oh what's he like to work with and he was like well you know I feel like he you know he's a little bit precious because you know um in between scenes he's got like this Chinese um doctor giving him massages and then he's got this other person massaging his feet and then his girlfriend's holding his hand I'm just kind of like wow like Hollywood's really got to his head and he now feels so guilty about the things that he had that he he thought about Chadwick because he didn't know that he was ill and you know I say time and time and time again it's not everything you need to kind of because I feel like sometimes we can be so opinionated about people and what they do um sometimes just be quiet like if you honestly know like if you don't have anything nice to say just don't say anything at all and may also just serve as a reminder that You have no idea what people are going through behind closed doors. And not even just behind closed doors, like right in front of your face. Someone can be demonstrating to you that they're absolutely fine, but you don't know the turmoil they're going in, they're experiencing kind of within them. Um, And I think this is why I have a lot of patience with people because I don't, for example, if someone doesn't respond or something like that, I don't automatically assume that's got something to do with me, like they're angry with me or blah, blah, blah nine times out of ten they've got some stuff going on and at this moment in time they can't speak to me and that's fine you know um so I just want to wrap this up just by saying you know what what can we learn from Chadwick's situation what we can learn is is that always be kind be patient and it shouldn't have to take the death of a celebrity for you to be like that but just be more mindful before you react to something that you believe someone has done or not done just take a step back and just be peace you know anyway guys um i will be checking in again soon i hope you are all well um if you've been affected by anything i've spoken about today Um, if you want some more info on pitteriasis rosea, or you know if you're feeling you know in any way grieved about what's happened with Chadwick you know head over to the website www.lovelaybear.com and we have a range of support services um that you can get into um for anyone in the U.S. or outside of um the UK and the U.S. um I am working, trying to get as much as I can in terms of resources. But obviously, the globe is a big place. So um, your first step should really be Google. But there are resources on the website too. Okay, well, thank you for tuning in. And I apologise for any out, out, outside building work noise. But it's like across the road, they're getting their roof done next door. They're getting the whole house stripped. So, um, yeah, I'm, I can't really escape it at the moment. And I can't get into any cupboards. So, yes, um yeah enjoy enjoy your time um for those who've got children going back to school if they're ready back in school wishing them you know a good journey with that and yeah just try and keep the stress levels down guys okay and it's a wrap love you bye